1: We're happy to be joined by Rafael Bostic, who is the president of the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta, which if you could see over my shoulder is right over there. Let uh, me thank you for coming into our offices, however, and uh, we thank you for warming it up from yesterday.
2: I was a little chilly. Well, the pleasure is mine, and welcome <laughs> to Atlanta.
1: You were the uh, first on the FOMC to say the economy didn't need any more rate increases. Did the jobs
2: report today basically vindicate your view? Well, I wouldn't say vindicate. This is a journey, and we're gonna be on this journey for a while. What I will say is I'm pleased with the number. It came in in, in, at a level that is consistent with what my outlook has been, and it really tells me that our policies are really starting to work through the economy in a way that can help us get to our 2% target for inflation uh, with minimal pain is what I'm hoping for.
1: Well, what drove the decision on Wednesday to leave rates unchanged? You came into the meeting with inflation up a little bit, the last jobs report was very strong, consumer spending was very strong, and yet uh, everybody decided to go with the Bostig view and,
2: and hold. Uh, what was behind the thinking there? Well, I, I, I'll tell you what was behind my thinking on this. You know, In addition to looking at the data, uh, I do a lot of on-the-ground intelligence. And in a period that was really unusual for me, everybody was saying the same thing which is that things are slowing down. We are seeing the economy start to, quote, normalize is a thing that people have been saying relative to this, this, hot, pre, this hot pandemic period. When I get unanimity in that, that tells me that there's something that's happening on the ground that is probably stronger than what I might see in the data. And then the data, even though they did come in very strong in September, if you looked over a longer-term trend, it still said that the economy was moderating. And those two things together made me very comfortable with the notion that we still have time to like watch, be patient, uh, and be cautious, and make sure that we understand the trends and don't overreact to any single data point.
1: Well, barring some Exogenous shock. Would you say you're basically at the peak now that uh, you don't need to raise rates anymore?
2: So what I would say is this. There are three possible outcomes. Either inflation is going to stall out in in this trajectory, it's going to continue slow and steady, or it's going to go off a cliff. I have all of those possibilities in play. Uh, And I'm going to stay on that. Today, my outlook is that we're going to stay on that slow and steady. And if we continue to do that, then I think where we are now will be sufficiently restrictive to get us to to the 2% level for inflation. But there's still a lot that's going to happen between now and even the next meeting. We're going to get a couple of jobs numbers, we're going to get a couple of readings for inflation. And that will tell us and give us more signals as to what's going on in the economy.
1: You mentioned talking to a lot of people in your district who were telling you things are slowing down. Can you characterize that? Because not long ago, the question was, did the Fed go too far? And we're not just slowing; we're going to fall off a cliff, as you mentioned. Uh, And others are saying the soft landing narrative. Where do the business people see it?
2: You know, the business people are in in an area of moderation back to normal. They understand that they've gone through a period where they've had sales that are at levels that, frankly, they didn't expect. And the decline in those sales and that activity over time has come in slower than they expected, but it is continuing, and, and that's really the dynamic that, that really governs. You know, the thing that I think people need to just keep in mind is that through this pandemic period, through this high inflationary period, we've had exceptional demand. Consumers have been continuing to spend, and once that gets back to a normal level, uh, then we'll be back in in a more normal environment where inflation will be at two percent. And so we needed to work through that. And another thing that's been quite interesting is that supply has really responded as well. We've seen labor force participation be much higher than I think I had my outlook for, for sure. And that's been another moderating force to help us uh, get to, the, to where we are today.
1: There are a lot of questions uh, about long and variable lags, and maybe they're hitting the economy right now. You guys got the senior loan
2: officer survey this week. Is credit still tightening the way it has been? Credit is definitely tight and there is still stuff to happen there. We know that a lot of corporate bonds, for example, um, they were, they're about to reset And those resets are going to come in at at interest rate levels that are two or three percentage points higher than they were previously. And that's going to be a drag. I hear the same thing in commercial real estate, where there are a lot of people who are expecting some of these buildings to struggle to hit the valuations that were projected in the previous lower interest rate environment. And that's going to be some disruption as well. So there is still stuff that's going to come from our policy. But I think that ultimately will contribute to us getting ourselves to that 2% level. And right now, is really just let the time pass. Let's let the economy work through all of this and see where we are at that point.
1: Well, you and others at the Fed have made the case that uh, now that you're higher, you can go longer, that you'll leave rates at uh, this elevated level for quite some time. You must have modeled out some idea of how long
2: it would take at this level to bring inflation down to the target. So we have a projection. Like for me, I would say it's going to be in the second half of next year. Of course, that's still eight months from now, 10 months from now. A lot's going to happen. So I don't try to get too precise in exactly it's going to be this meeting where something happens, but it is still a ways off and we still have a lot to watch and and, and, and um, monitor as we think about understanding how the economy is evolving.
1: And you think the economy will do fine at this level of interest rates until that time?
2: So fine is, you know, this very subjective word. I do think we can get to uh, inflation to the levels that are close to our target uh, without seeing a recession. I do not have a recession in my outlook, but I don't also see us growing continuously at you know 5 and 6% you know, in the quarterly basis. We're going to be in sort of a slow, steady uh, growth that's methodical. It won't be exciting a lot of folks, but it will be one that sort of is uh, doesn't ha- feature a lot of additional pain and disruption for American families. Uh,
1: Chairman Powell has talked about growth needing to be either below uh, trend or potential, depending on the day. Uh, we discussed that at his news conference, but uh, do you see that as necessary, that it needs to come down significantly? And do you still believe that uh, unemployment needs to go up significantly in order to bring inflation down?
2: So I, I don't know. What I would say is this. There are many states of the world where we can get to inflation to where we need it to be, where we don't see a, a wholesale and widespread disruption. Part of that is how strong the supply side Continues. I I saw a report today that suggested that that the supply chain disruptions are fully a thing of the past. We might actually be looking for additional supply to be able to fill in. If that happens, then you can get the strong growth, you can get the minimized unemployment, and still see the price level fall, the rate of the price level uh, increase uh, decline. So that's what I'm hoping for but of course i've got to be ready and prepared for any kind of eventuality and we'll just have to see how it plays out well the
1: uh, the economy growth and especially unemployment have not performed as anticipated by the Fed going forward. So what is it that would get you to change your view of what needs to be done? Is it basically just watching inflation and whether it comes down or starts to go up again?
2: So to me, there there are two things, and I might add a third. But the first is just what's happening with the trajectory of inflation. If it continues to progress towards our 2% target, to me that's a very positive sign that says, let's let our policies working, let's keep it working. The second thing that I'm really, I've been looking at from the beginning of the pandemic is is inflation expectations. And if we find that consumers or businesses are really starting to feel like that long-term level of inflation that's going to be the baseline is creeping up, if that's their expectation, we've got to act and we've got to take that uh, under control, but that's not what's happening right now. And, and the long-run f- expectations have stayed relatively steady throughout the pandemic, and the short-run expectations have fallen significantly. The third one that I'm looking at also is the wage level, and everyone's talking about this. To me, I think that is uh, that's been a very welcome development in terms of how it's evolved, and that the the, b- the businesses I talk to are saying we are getting to a place where we're back to our old style, that you know the the 10 and 15 percent increases in wages that we've had to do the last couple of years, they're not on the table, they're not necessary, and I'm starting to hear more and more. The increase we're going to do this year is very similar to what we were doing in 2018 and 2019, and that's very welcome news. Well, you said uh, probably
1: uh, see progress on inflation the second half of next year. So, at
2: that point, what do you do? Do you start looking at rate cuts? Well, I would say, I'm, going to, I'm hoping an expectancy inflation progress throughout, th- until the next year. Uh, and then we'd have to really start to think about, like, what's our long-run neutral level? I, don't think, I think we're in restrictive territory today. And as we get closer and closer to our target, we're going to have to think about moderating our, the level of our policy stance. Uh, but that's down the road. And um, you know, I, I actually—it's interesting. I talked to a lot of business people, and they ask, like, "How are you thinking about this?" For me, if we're restrictive now, we can't wait till we're at exactly two percent to start reducing rates. It's got to be before that. But the dynamic in that precise moment will really depend on the context. So I can't say for with any degree of certainty exactly when that will happen. But as we get closer and closer uh, to that 2%, I think that'll be something that I'll have to take on board a lot more.
1: Well, your background is in housing. And, and so this raises the question of what happens to housing. People do not want to sell a 7% uh, mortgage at this point and uh, take out one uh, and, and sell their 3%. So is housing basically in the- the dumper now for
2: years to come well I hope it's not years to come but look we've we've had we've had an extraordinary period with incredibly low interest rates and a lot of people were fortunate enough to be able to buy homes and get mortgages at those low rates that is our reality And so there is going to be some rebalancing that needs to happen. And that will happen over time. I don't think this is all going to happen in a six-month period. uh, But my my objective right now is to get inflation under control so that our policy rates can get back to something that's lower than where it is now. And I'm hopeful that mortgage rates will follow that. And then we'll be back to a more normal housing market where people will transact and move and buy and sell as their life circumstance determines.
1: Well, then, uh, a last question. When you get back to whatever normal is, should people expect it to be higher than in the last 10, 12 years? Uh, a higher interest rate, perhaps a little bit higher inflation rate, uh, maybe growth, a potential growth a little bit higher.
2: Well, it, I would expect, yes, higher than the last 10 years. We've been basically been at zero. Zero, I don't think, is a reasonable long-run expectation for where our interest rate should be. So it'll be higher than that. Uh, but I really don't think inflation will be higher than, than our 2% target. We want to get there, uh, and that'll be the goal. And and if we get to that level, I think that sets up the U.S. economy for pretty solid growth over the next several years.
1: All right. Rafael Bostic, thank you very much, President of uh, the Atlanta Federal Reserve.
0: The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, 1,000 global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg.